Hi, this is Cameron. And I'm Jorge Luis. Today, we're going to hear our quarterly update for the first quarter of 2023. Super excited to hear all the stories, and let's start now. Hopecast. Learning about the life and mission of education equals hope. Welcome to the Education Equals Hope Hopecast. I'm Cameron Graham-Vivanco. And I am Jorge Luis Rodriguez. I'm the co-founder of Equals H and the director of the program here in Ecuador. And I'm the coordinator of teams and training for Equals H in Ecuador as well. Education Equals Hope exists to provide for the education of those in desperate and difficult situations. And our main goal and purpose for this podcast is to keep you, our dear listeners, supporters, and friends all over the world informed as to what is happening with our ministry here in Ecuador. Ecuador and beyond. Of course. Because we could not do it without you. Absolutely not. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Hi, Jorjito. Hi, Cam. How are you doing? Uh, I am well. I cannot believe that it's April. Right. Oh my god! It has been quite a journey since January. <laughs> it is. It right? has. It has been. Uh, this is our quarterly update, and those of you that are good at math know that we're we're just over the uh, the quarter mark <laughs> by maybe a month. So this is our tertiary <laughs> tertiary update. A, a, a third a thirdly update. Good third of the year. Fair enough. That's um that's what we got. But right. it's because there've been so many great people who've come mm-hmm. through and we've Absolutely. been able to have so many um fun and interesting topics and people on the show that we just we pushed this out just a little bit. True, true. So, but here we are. So, are you ready? I'm ready. Here we are. Let's do this. The year 2023. Um we're going to start just with Equals H in general, mm-hmm. we are close to 600 students, or maybe just over, this school year. Um, and part of that is because an uh, Equals H second chances keeps expanding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. And we have the gen- the benefit and the joy of um, expanding uh, or walking with them as they expand. And what I mean by that, because I love me some context, is that Jorge Esteves, um, and Lara Steves, our, our dear friends and ministry partners, who took over Casa Gabriel. We've had Lara on the show to explain how Casa Gabriel changed into Second Chances. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have the residential program, and then they also have the day centers. And so um, we are where they go. We like to go and and. Um, and walk with them and right. encourage them. So they have seven day centers now. Um, they have uh, two on the coastal area, actually three on the coastal area, and they have four here in Quito. And we got to visit one of those new sites just last week, which yeah. is really fun. With one team that came down from uh, Camden City. Camden City. Camden City. <laughs> he means Camden. Camden, South Carolina. Yes, Camden, South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Camden City. No, J- JK, it is Camden. <laughs> um, Camden was here. Yeah, we're, we'll get to them. They were our seventh team this, right. this spring, but we got to go, we got to take them, and they got to pioneer that relationship with us and for us um, with this new ministry site in a very challenging neighborhood um, uh, in city center, the mm-hmm. Colonial Quito uh, 
kind of back up in there, up the side of the mountain. Wow, it was something. We'll um, we'll co- we'll come back to that when we talk about teams, but the really fun part is mm-hmm. that Jorijito has all of these really wonderful connections with pastors here and pastors who are doing incredible work in marginalized areas and um, families with who are living in desperate and difficult situations. And so to get to ride his coattails, to piggyback with them, the thing that makes me not nervous because God always shows up and provides, Mm -hmm. um, we have a set budget um, that we're (laughs) able to give second chances every month. And Jorge, I feel like it's loaves and fishes. He knows or he figures out how to divide that in a way that is that everyone is provided for while we wait with great anticipation to see um, who God will bring alongside to want to walk with a certain ministry site for an extended period of time. So it's a fun opportunity if someone or if any of our listeners know of someone who would like to be involved and like to be involved in a new site. This one's called Santa Lucia. But we did that. Um, and then we also uh, have been working with the Diocese of Central Ecuador. Mm-hmm. We, you and I just walked away from a meeting with Bishop Juan Carlos Quinones, mm-hmm. which was really great to get to sit down and sit down and just be with him and yeah. talk life, not just teams and programs, but yeah. And as we have cool. commented before, it is just a great, great blessing that we have that the doors of the diocese down here are open for us to work together. Mm-hmm. Priorly, we have we have really good relationships with different churches and parishes, right? But now we do have the opportunity of working together with the entire diocese, starting with our relationship with Bishop Juan Carlos. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that we, we are able to envision many, many things that can come through that, you know, not only teams, but many different projects that we can dream on. Mm-hmm. And that, thank God, we're able to work together. And to see them accomplished. And it's just so cool to, to have sat down with him and say, we these are the resources that are coming our way this summer with teams and with mm-hmm. interns, which we'll get to. But how can how can this best serve the diocese and best serve equals H as we partner with the diocese? Mm-hmm. What a cool thing. Um, the third thing about equals H kind of general is it, the end of... I guess it was March 1st, March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Mm-hmm. Um, part of the board and the founders and um, the one and a half employees <laughs> <laughs> and um, others that God brought in, we and some of our ministry partners like Tracy from Kenya, we all got to sit in a room together for two days and work on a strategic development plan. This is something that Chip and our CEO, FO at the time, um, Julie and Celeste and I did five or six, six, over six years ago now. Wow. Um, and it was, this is called a scrub. And so this time we got to have uh, 11 people in the room mm-hmm. and we got to make sure that all parts of Equals Age, because we've grown tremendously in these six years and now in seven different countries, it's not just Ecuador. Right. Um, got to make sure that we're all aligned in the vision, aligned in the steps forward, what we want to do, how we want to get there. And as our facilitator, facilitator Paul Reichert said, it's like um, spiraling up a mountain. We kept coming back to the same topics over and mm-hmm. over again, but at a different depth. And so by the time we were done, um, we all walked away with some to-dos. And if you ever stop and go, now, why am I doing this? Oh, you, there's no doubt why, because you just spent um, over 16 hours drilling down on these exact to-dos. So that was really fun and exciting. 
And poor Jorjito looks like he's going to sneeze any second. He's just, it's just stuck there. But we can continue. What is next in our list, Cameron? <laughs> um, so that visioning process was great. That's Those are the big chunks of mm-hmm. new things for Equals H General. Of course, there's all the normal day-to-day and our meetings and staff meetings and uh, uh, connecting with ministry partners. But of the next big chunk is teams. We we had seven, as you know, dear listeners, from all the podcasts that have um, come out. We've had seven teams since mid-January. The greatest gift that we have is that people are interested in not just coming here, but starting partnering with us. And we have seen that this first chunk of the year, right? Like many, many teams coming for different purposes and engaging in different kind of um, different activities with the churches and ministry sites that we work with. Mm -hmm. Um, And it has been such a great journey in a way, kind of like nonstop. (laughs) And it's crazy. It's been really crazy nonstop. (laughs) At the beginning of the year to have all these teams coming all together. Um, it's overwhelming in many, many good senses. And, and I'm, I'm just really thankful that we were able to serve with the ministry sites and that the ministry sites were not just willing, but they were really excited to receive all these teams. Thrilled, right? yeah. And their relationships, to see their relationships between the teams coming down here and the teams down here, those relationships growing. Mm-hmm. Um, we were able to see... For example, a, a huge shout out to the vision team that we have. Um, that it was great. We had different both people from different mm-hmm. both of them, but the main one was like people from very different context coming down here. Some of them already had a relationship. Some others didn't even know what Equals H was. Yeah. Um, but seeing all that coming together and bringing fruit mm-hmm. in possible new teams coming down in the next years, in the next period of time too, you know, like all this has been a huge, huge, incredible journey. And we're really thankful for everybody that has been part of all these teams. And we want to say a shout out to Church of the Advent in Spartanburg, um, St. Mary's in Goochland, Virginia, Mm -hmm. uh, the January vision team that had Bishop Daniel and Bishop Ben Tanguli on it. The February vision team that um, had people from all over, but especially uh, the women from Camp Tanawanda yep. and the hopes and dreams and goals of, that that they have now moving forward. Um, the Winston-Salem Fellows Program out of North Carolina. Sewanee was able to come back yeah. um, after, after two a, or three, three, years? three years hiatus because of COVID. And then just this uh, last Sunday, Grace Episcopal from Camden, Camden. South Carolina, uh, went back. And again, just incredible privilege to work in a place and in a way that people who want to do something positive in their life and in someone else's life, and they want to their faith to overflow in tangible mm-hmm. ways. Um, just incredible that we get to be a part of that. So very, very thankful for them. We now have a an entire five-and-a-half-week hiatus Yes, <laughs> between uh, the Camden leaving and then when our summer interns will come. And that's the next big chunk of things. Yep. Tell us about our summer interns. Well, our summer program is already here, and we are right now just planning and and wrapping up with the details of how it's going to look like. But we are so excited that we have some interns this year. We have nine interns. We have nine interns. interns. Um, 
some of them are Ecuadorian, of course, and some of them are North American. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of, of the huge gift that we have been able to see is that I think almost all of the... Um, all of the North American interns coming down here have been here before with a team first. Mm -hmm. And God has planted that little seed in their hearts and their Mm -hmm. minds to come down, serve actually an entire summer. And we are able to witness that and be part of it. And we're really excited of what this uh, young ones can bring to the program, but also in what ways can we serve them and see them growing. It's just really, really cool. And a huge shout out to the Chapel of the Cross in Chapel Hill because yep. they are the vehicle through which um, three of our four North American interns have come. It was the spring break team of 2022 mm-hmm. that um, came from the Chapel of the Cross with Mary Cat Young and so grateful for her leadership and so gla- grateful um, that that church is providing a church home for college students mm-hmm. and a place for them to put their faith, faith into practice and then yeah. we get to partner with them. And as we always talk about relationship, it's just really cool to see that um, the interns coming down are very, very um, engaged in their relationships with the ministry sites here, not just with us as Equal Sage, but with the ministry sites that we work with, like Cristo Liberador and the Church of Buen Pastor. Mm-hmm. These this young ones are coming with a huge heart for loving these people and ready to engage with them mm-hmm. and ready for receiving teams as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have also a five Ecuadorian interns mm-hmm. that are want to work with us. Two of them are brand new that have never worked with us, and we're really happy for them too. Mm-hmm. Um, but three of them are coming back from last summer, mm-hmm. which is great. It's a huge help. It's a huge blessing. And it's really cool to see that the fruit bearing in their lives is coming back to us again. It is. And it feels like um, a vote of confidence and it feels like success uh-huh. when we have interns return because it means we... <laughs> <laughs> didn't crush them <laughs> or traumatize them <laughs> or traumatize them too badly. Um, definitely have worked summers where absolutely no one, even at the end of the summer, uh, eval, would you, would you consider coming back next year? Not a single person. And that's because <laughs> I don't blame them. I mean, uh, we were still working out rhythms of rest and refreshment in the midst of hard work and long, long days and hours. And and so it feels good to be at a place mm-hmm. where we have a good system. We have great people and people who are deeply invested in, in pouring back, coming back around and pouring back in. Yes. So we will like definitely success. appreciate your prayers for this uh, nine interns mm-hmm. for wherever they're coming from to um, be guided by God and that we are able to not just use their talents talents and skills, but that we are also able to invest in their lives Mm -hmm. and that what they are seeing with us together, serving together is not just um, draining their energy, (laughs) but is a huge um, shout out to what God is doing in our lives, in our ministry and what he can do with them as Mm -hmm. well. I mean, we do ask you to to pray for the interns and for the teams all summer long. Um, And if you would just join us in prayer now for interns for 2024, Mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, it's always a future forward process. Here is an unplanned commercial that just occurred to me. (laughs) Um, Not one of our ministry sites, but very much a part of our community. It's something called the Alliance International or Alliance Academy International School, which is an international um, faith-based Jesus following school. I'm trying not to say Christian school because that's so many <laughs> connotations, but you know, that's what it is. But yeah. in a really good way. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they are also always looking for teachers. And yes. we are in the recruiting season right now for teachers for Alliance um, to come in 
August. So if anyone uh, listening to this podcast today knows someone who speaks English and has a teaching degree and would like to serve internationally, uh, give us a shout, Cameron yeah. at educationalshope.org, because um, we love to partner with with the the organizations around us that help our ministry thrive. And yeah. Alliance helps us thrive because um, our kids go there. Absolutely. And if our kids weren't getting a good education, if we weren't um, comfortable and confident and and how they were receiving that, it would be really hard to be on the yeah. field. And that is part of our community um, entirely. And you're talking about, Cameron, the, the ministry within Youth World that is called ISM. And one of my favorite things about that one is that we can bring people that are ready to engage in other people's lives. And we're, we see that with teams. We see that with other missionaries coming down full time. But how great is that we can see that happening in education, mm -hmm. right? Like teachers coming down to not just work here, but to invest in the, in the faith process, in the growing process in the faith with the students that are down here. And that educational process. I mean, these are the international leaders of mm -hmm. tomorrow, those yes. who are growing up in this international world and are not phased um, by by that. So yeah. we would love for prayers for that. And if anyone knows anyone who'd like to um, reach out and maybe apply for a position, uh, we are all ears. Um, of course, another uh, part of what Equals H is focused on some of the things that came out of that strategic development plan that mm -hmm. we um, talked about. The, the re end result was that we are uh, on the right path. Right. And that felt really great. Um, obviously, we always are working on the fundraising because we mm -hmm. can't uh, support students with micro scholarships without having the money for the scholarships. Mm -hmm. And one of the ways that um, Chip Smith, our co-founder, is in his entrepreneurial brain um, is the water project. We talked, we've talked about the water project a couple times on here. We've had a couple of episodes. Um, Bishop Ben Tanguli from Kenya talked about the impact that it's having um, in his, in his world, in his students' worlds, and the 147 churches that he oversees. And they've so far they've been able to distribute, I think, 10 to 10 different 10 water filters to 10 different communities, and just the incredible impact that it's having um, and that being used as a fundraising tool mm -hmm. uh, to help support education because yes, we need clean water, but we don't want to stop at just clean Absolutely. water. We want clean water so that you're healthy enough to learn and to use the gifts and talents that God's given you in your body and in your brain. Mm -hmm. This is also something that we have seen in the communities that we work with that is a need. But this is not just coming from, from our minds. It's also something that they are perceiving as well, which is uh, something that is uh, particular to our ministry and everything that we do. Uh, and one of my favorite things is that we don't want to do things just because they're in our imagination. It is something that we are able to see from hearing these communities mm -hmm. and seeing how it will be helpful for them because they want to, to receive that. They want to use that for their own ministries. Mm -hmm. It's just it's just really important and, and mm -hmm. very cute too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cute. Um, the last thing that I'll mention before we sign off is the transition of our beloved Brenda Martinez. Mm -hmm. Many people listening know Brenda personally <laughs> um, and know the incredible young lady she is. She was uh, on an episode 
gosh, a year ago or more ago because she finished her nursing degree right. with the help of Equals H. So many um, donors and supporters helped her uh, get her nursing degree mm-hmm. from the University Católica. So, and they helped her so that she could volunteer full-time at the church for her job while she was studying. So she didn't have right. to go get a job. They were able to help her study so that she could pour into the church. Mm-hmm. And she is, in uh, December 31st, she finished her rural, <laughs> have a hard time with that word. Good job. Um, uh, her year of volunteering for the Ecuadorian government in a remote part of Ecuador, up in the highlands of the Rio Bamba area. And now she's back, and she has just... Um, signed a contract with Youth World. Mm-hmm. She is she is accomplishing her dream that she has said from the beginning as she wants to do medical missions. Yes. And she's getting to do that here inside the country. God brought another nurse down named Julie, Julie Pease. Um, and we're going to have Brenda on to hear, hear, continue to track with her because now she's not a, a student or a part of it that way. She has hosted teams for us, but now she is doing um, community health initiatives with uh, this other nurse, Julie, that is going to be able to pour back in to our Equals H sites, and we get to partner with her as peers, mm-hmm. um, and it's just really, really exciting. Mm-hmm. So that was that's something else that has been happening, and Brenda uh, did an amazing job. Well, God did the amazing job, and the generosity and the kindness of people in Upper South Carolina did a tremendous job of uh, raising the support for Brenda to be able to put her medical knowledge and uh, experience into community health uh, initiatives here in this and our communities in the Equals H world. Mm. So we're so excited and proud of her. Um, I think that's a fairly good roundup of what's gone on over the last four months. And we're so grateful for everyone who helps makes it possible. And thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for being with us and supporting us all the time. If you would like to support financially, you can go to www.educationalshope.org and find the Donate Now button. And you can designate that donation for anywhere around the world or especially here in Ecuador or whatever um, Whatever God's put on your heart. We appreciate you and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to our Hopecast. If you want to join the mission or know more about it, please visit our webpage, www.educationequalshope.org or check our YouTube channel and Instagram with the same name.